Good evening to our Bloomberg audience. Welcome back to 880 The Biz. As you know, it is Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we are getting real, staying relevant, and increasing revenue. Real time with the CJ Radio Show starts right now. Get set, go! It's the CJ Radio Show. Good evening, everyone. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, you know, over the past couple of weeks, we've gone through the coronavirus. We've gone through the economy. We've had a lot of great guests on. But um, when it comes down to business and especially with entrepreneurship, um, one thing we were we were kind of thinking of, uh, Corey, Matt, and myself, is um, how did the veterans handle this? And so we reached out to uh, to the community, and we were lucky enough to meet, and I've spoken with him more than a few times, a gentleman by the name of Paul A. Dillon. Now, Paul is not only um, a business consultant and, and a professor at the same time, but he's also a Vietnam veteran. He was awarded two bronze stars. And he was able to introduce us to a couple of the other guests that we're going to have on tonight. And we thought it was really important to not only discuss entrepreneurship and business, but most importantly, um, when, when a veteran comes back, uh, you know, a lot of times they get a lot of bad news. And on the flip side, a lot of times they're doing amazing things. The knowledge they learned, the you know, the, the strength they have. And we wanted to bring Paul in not only to introduce himself, but to tell us what he's doing down in North Carolina. Uh, well, coming out of Miami, I should say up in North Carolina, but Paul, are you with us here tonight? I, I certainly am, John. Paul, my, my introduction probably didn't do as well as it should have, but, uh, for the audience, tell us who you are and, and, and uh, and the work that you're doing out there. Um, I'm uh, really privileged right now to be a uh, visiting professor in the, at the Sanford School of Public Policy at Duke University, where I'm uh, teaching. I created a course on veterans issues, and I'm teaching that course. So uh, I'm very privileged to be associated with uh, both the Sanford School and, uh, and Duke University. But um, I think, John, the journey of how I got to here and how I got to veterans issues is, um, and veteran entrepreneurship is kind of interesting. So I could briefly run through that journey. And then um, there are some really important business lessons that come out of this. So if you can, I, want, can I, I ask can, you a question? Before we get into that, when when you're a professor of public policy, um, what what does that actually mean? How does that work? Um, well, the school is one of the finest public policy schools in 
in the United States and has a full range of courses in international relations and domestic policy issues, housing and um, uh, and national defense. So uh, it has a full range of courses like that. Um, but I created a course uh, for uh, people who are interested in veterans. And it covers a the full range of veterans issues, everything from um, uh, mental health, post-traumatic stress, substance abuse, to legal issues, to housing, to uh, employment and entrepreneurship. So it covers the full range of issues. It's a half semester course and it's been uh, very successful. And how did you end up at Duke University? Um, Well, let me, I can start with the whole journey, John, and um, up in Chicago and briefly run through this because this isn't something that I intended to do at, at my stage in life. This whole um, uh, involvement with veterans was uh, quite unexpected, and I think it's it's kind of an interesting story. Um, so I can go. Yeah, the floor is go. yours. The floor is yeah. yours. Okay. Um, I retired from the Gladry Accounting Firm in 2006 and started my own company, um, consulting company. And in 2011, I had a client in Chicago called Crane Chicago Business. It's um, the voice of business in Chicago, uh, a publication both online and print. And it's the authoritative uh, authoritative voice of business in Chicago. And there's one in New York and there's one in Cleveland. There's one in Detroit. Um, but this is in Chicago. And they came to me in 2011 and said, you know, Paul, we hear that um, from our reporters on the street that uh, there are various programs for veterans that Chicago companies have uh, for hiring veterans and various programs for supporting veterans. And um, we'd like to maybe do something in our publication around uh, Veterans Day of 2011. We don't know what that is, whether it's a, just an article or a separate section or an advertising supplement. We don't know what it is, but we need somebody to research it. And we think you're the guy to do it because you're a vet. You know, like you said, I'm a Vietnam veteran. And I did research for them on articles that they might want to print or run and uh, help them out with some of their events. So I thought about it for a while. I said, boy, this is going to be um, great opportunity to learn and uh, about all this and get paid a little something for it. And um, this is really a fantastic opportunity. So I spent about five months full time um, doing research in Chicago on companies that uh, hire vets and on um, uh, programs for supporting veterans and turned into them about a six-inch volume of research. You know, I've been a consultant for over 40 years, a college professor. I, I know something about doing research, you know. So um, I turned in a big volume uh, of research to them. Uh, they were delighted. They published a whole section in their 
um, in their both a print and online edition called Veterans in the Workplace. It was very successful. They had new advertisers that they had never had before, got some national exposure, and it was a great success. Um, as a result of that, um, there was a woman who I know who at that time was the associate dean of the Harris School of Public Policy at the University of Chicago. And her husband at that time worked for Cranes Communications, the parent company of Crane Chicago Business. And she said, called me and she said, you know, David said everybody's talking about this research you did and how delighted they are. And nobody had done this before. You know, nobody had really put together um, a comprehensive analysis of all these programs and companies that were hiring veterans. And um, this was kind of a first-of-its-kind effort. Many of these were national programs, um, but had outlets in Chicago. And she said, um, you know, we're, we're a school of public policy at the University of Chicago. We know that we have student veterans here. There's a student veteran organization. Maybe we'd like to do something about veterans. So um, she and I had uh, more than one lunch. We talked, talked, talked. And what uh, we wound up with was a four-week mini-course on uh, veterans' issues that covered the whole range from mental health issues to housing, homelessness, legal issues, employment, entrepreneurship, in four weeks. Um, uh, and uh, it was a mini-course. It was non-elective. Um, uh, I didn't get paid for it, but it was very interesting to do, and it was exceedingly uh, successful. And um, from that then, John, I learned even more about veterans' issues. I, you know, between the research done for Cranes and putting this course together and teaching it, bringing in subject matter experts, I knew, I knew basically. Uh, the lay of the land when it came to veterans and, uh, and all the various aspects of veterans' issues in the United States. Uh, and that would be in the winter of 2011, no, 2012-2013. In 2013, maybe the middle of 2013, I had lunch with the, pub at that time, the publisher of Crane Chicago Business, and I said to him, David, this is another David, um, you know, Chicago wants to be the startup capital of the world. They've just instituted this incubator called 1871. It's named after the uh, year of the Chicago fire when Chicago basically uh, renewed itself. And that was the whole idea. This was uh, an incubator for startup companies to, you know, renew the city. And um, Chicago is very proud of this. The mayor at that time, took all the visiting dignitaries through this incubator, which was located in Chicago's Merchandise Mart. It was funded largely by the Pritzker family. Uh, wonderful idea. And of course, J.B. Pritzker right now is the governor of Illinois and a uh, very far-sighted individual. And he's also a graduate of Duke and a trustee of Duke University, by the way. And um, But I said to him, um, uh, David, you know, uh, Chicago is very proud of this, rightfully so. But, you know, at that time, they really didn't do much for veterans, hardly anything 
for veterans who want to start their own businesses in the city and surrounding area. And I said, that's critical because what I've learned about veterans research is veterans, two things. One is veterans like to be with other veterans. And uh, the second is sometimes veterans have unique needs, either physically or, um, or uh, psychologically, that if they're together, they can uh, more readily find uh, solutions to those issues. So um, I said, Chicago really doesn't do much for veterans. And I said, they want to start their own businesses. And I said, maybe somebody should write a editorial or an op-ed piece about why doesn't Chicago do more for veterans? And he puts down his fork and said, well, why don't you write one? So I did. And it was called Chicago's a Startup City but not for vets. Um, gotcha. Now, you recently put out a new piece um, discussing this as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, something, uh, yeah, something along those lines about, uh, about uh, uh, lessons that, um, you know, I learned from the military about how to uh, survive and thrive during a crisis. So it touches on some of these points, but this was really targeted to veterans who want to start their own companies. And why didn't Chicago do more? And let's say that that got um, a spirited reaction in the city. Um, from that op-ed, which got really wide distribution, um, I met with the uh, young man from the Chicago Entrepreneurial Center, which was running the 1871 incubator, which had just started up at that time, and um, met with him. And ironically, I, his dad was one of my earliest mentors. His father was a chairman of the board of Commonwealth Edison and also chairman of the Chamber of Commerce. And in my early 30s, I was one of the youngest people on that board and at the Chamber of Commerce. And his dad really took me under his wing, and so I knew I knew uh, Junior very well. And uh, and I said, you know, here's I have this idea about a veterans incubator um, uh, or space within 1871. He said, you know, we maybe we'll do that, but we're just getting started. We haven't gone that route yet. We can't we can't um, uh, take that, you know. Uh, think that far ahead. We've, we've just gotten started, but we're thinking about having maybe something for veterans or some space for women, you know, want to start their own company, some, some divisions within this incubator. And so I said uh, to him, um, okay, Jim, then let me put together a one-page framework for you on how this might look. Uh, some uh, uh, a veterans incubator within 1871. And then I'd given him some notes from some uh, people I met in Milwaukee, a couple of young guys who were doing things with veterans. And I sent all this to him and, um, and he was enthusiastic. He left and uh, I knew the guy who replaced him because my son had actually worked for him uh, at one point in time. So I, uh, sent all the stuff to Howard, and uh, in the meantime, 
in late 2013, I moved down to North Carolina. The grandchildren are down here, and the weather is a little warmer. Winters are a little warmer when you get older, and the barbecue is a little better. They call it Q down here. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, I moved down to uh, Durham, North Carolina in, in uh, November 2013. And about maybe uh, June or July of 2014, along comes the bunker in Chicago. So uh, really founded and started by a very dynamic and visionary young man by the name of Todd Connor. He's an ex uh, uh, naval lieutenant and some of his colleagues and one of his colleagues was actually one of the students in this uh, course that I had at the Harris School of Public Policy at the University of Chicago. But Todd was clearly the founder of uh, the bunker and uh, quite a guy. He he had he had great vision and a lot of energy, and he has uh, turned this uh, now it's called Bunker Labs into an extremely successful effort for veteran entrepreneurs. And you'll hear more about that from from uh, Dean Muncho later on in the program. Um, so when I got down to North Carolina, then I, I spent about a year talking with people and wound up with some guys in the Research Triangle Park who had a small business consulting firm. They wanted to do something for veterans. We started something called Vet Start, and then that eventually turned into the Bunker RDU. RDU is the um, call letters for uh, Raleigh-Durham Airport down here. And it's been extremely successful, led by a, a neatly dynamic former Army captain by the name of Dean Buncho, and you're going to have him on later on. I understand. So yeah, we're, he's, uh, he's actually he's actually on next, and we're really looking forward right. to it. Let me ask right. you a question: um, How do veterans find out what you're doing? And second question. Um, does a veteran have to be part of Duke University to be part of Bunker Labs? Oh, no. They're entirely separate. Absolutely not. No, they're entirely separate. Um, uh, Dean could give you, I mean, Bunker Labs has a tremendous website. So anybody's interested in, in, in that, they just go to the Bunker Labs website and it gives them uh, all kinds of um, uh, information. No, the the program I run at, at Duke, the course I run at Duke, is entirely separate. I did have Dean in um, to do, along with uh, several other guests, to do a uh, module on uh, veteran entrepreneurship in one of the classes in the course. But no, they're entirely separate. Um, and how, how would a how would a veteran find out about these services? Like I said, uh, and maybe not services, but you know this this organization, this this opportunity, for lack of a better yeah, word. Go to, uh, go to Bunker Labs website, and that'll that'll tell you everything you need to know. And I might mention that you know there are other programs around the nation. There is one here called Vec uh, to CEO, which is a a uh, purely online program, and 
There may be some others around the nation, but um, uh, the one I'm most familiar with is Bunker Labs. I, I, I do think, John, that there's some important business lessons that come out of this journey. And if you want, I can just spend one or two minutes on them. Please, please um, teach. Uh, the first lesson is, um, for God's sakes, open up your eyes and ears to to new opportunities because um, uh, you never know when a good horse is going to come along. And if it looks like a good horse, get on it and ride it. And I've seen people become very myopic um, and uh, miss opportunities that uh, fly clearly over their head or they see them and they don't have the intestinal fortitude to, to uh, put them into action. So keep your eyes and open, ears open for new opportunities because sometimes they are, can really change your life and certainly change your business life. And along with that, um, you know, treat everyone you meet, and I mean everyone you meet, with dignity and respect because, one, that's the right thing to do, but two, you don't know who they know. You don't know the size of their wallet. You don't know what they might be able to do for you at some point in time. And um, so treat everyone you meet with dignity and respect because um, uh, they, they can be very helpful uh, possibly at some point in time. I'm always reminded of Oscar Wilde's uh, line, a gentleman is never one who hurts anyone's feelings unintentionally, you know? And um, so uh, keep your eyes and ears open, treat everyone you meet with dignity and respect. And I think the final lesson that I've learned from all this is maybe the person who comes up uh, with the idea isn't the person to implement it. Yeah, I may have had this idea for a um, veterans incubator within 1871, but my vision, you know, the vision thing was only for a couple of deaths for veterans who want to start businesses within this large incubator. Todd and his colleagues being the visionaries that he is and his colleagues were, had a much grander vision and um, really saw the potential in this that I didn't see to uh, not only make it such a success in Chicago, but to expand it around the nation. Todd is really a true entrepreneur and a visionary, and he is, without a doubt, the founder of the bunker. You know, I mean, uh, I may have had this idea but he took that idea and uh, really actualized it and made it just a great success. So I think let me let me ask you it. this: we we only have we only have a few minutes left, and I want everyone to be able to uh, get your contact information or, um, you know, obviously your writings and and where you're printing your thoughts. But one question I do have for you. Um, when, when veterans come back, um, what, what, what would be your, your thinking the best way to have them become entrepreneurs? 
not come back and just, hey, there's a job at Walmart, but hey, you have all this training, you have this idea, how do you start that business? What what do you what is your thoughts on that in and I apologize for the time frame, but let's say sixty seconds. Um connect in with the bunker and maybe some of these other programs bet to see all because they have a quick way of answering that question. And uh and it can be done online. That's called bunker in a box. And uh so connect in with uh bunker labs that the CEO um uh you know, the SBA has a program, Boots the Business, SCORE has a program. There are any number of them. Just Google Veteran Entrepreneurship and they pop up. But uh, And uh, connect in. They have some very quick ways of uh, determining whether your idea is viable or not. And that's what I suggest uh, doing. All right. Listen, um, we hope that this will not be your last time. We hope this is your first time on 880 The Biz and the CJ Radio Show. Uh, But prior to that, uh, for veterans, listeners, interested parties, parents, brothers, sisters, um, how do they they read what you're writing and uh, also... uh, you know, not your home cell phone number, but to get in contact with you if they do have questions. Sure. Go to my best thing is go to my LinkedIn profile, which is Paul, middle initial A, Dylan, D I L L O N, on LinkedIn. And uh, anybody can email me at Paul at pauldylan.com, P A U L, at P A U L D I L L O N. All right. Now, Paul, listen, I know you and I have spoken a couple of times over the week. Um, I hope that this is your first, not your last time on the CJ radio show. I'd be honored. Really look forward to it, John. Yeah, and we can make it even better next time because now we know what we're talking about. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. All right. 10-4. Listen, Paul, thank you again for your time. I I know we're taking away family time here, but, uh, you know, as we as we talked about, we think it's an important topic. And, uh, you know, Corey, Matt, myself and everyone at 880, we we can't thank you enough for your time today. And thank you for having a program on this. It is a vital issue and you're doing a wonderful public service by um, talking about this topic. Yeah, 10 4. We're going to have Dean on next, so that's going to be uh, type two. You know, here we go.